27 minutes past the hour of nine, and we're getting to effective living series. Akusia Kunedu Yadom is a certified nutritionist, and she's going to help us talk about meal planning for the family for the year. Akusia, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Yeah, the first person who's come to us this year. It's great. It's great to have you. I'm favored, you know. Great. So, what are you talking about this morning? Okay, so we are talking about meal planning and making sure that we are satisfying mm. every need of each member of the family, from the baby through to the grandmother or grandfather. So we have to make sure we are factoring every need of every member of the family into it. The pregnant woman, the convalescent, or somebody recovering, the invalid, a sick person. So we don't have to cook different meals, but how are we going to make sure that we are sticking to that meal plan, but still satisfying every needs of each member? So, so why is family? it important to, to plan your meals? Or why is meal planning important? Okay, so meal planning is very important because sometimes we wake up and it's like it would take you the whole morning to be able to even decide on what you would want to eat. But when you plan your meals, when you know that Monday I am taking this for my breakfast, um, I'm taking this for my snack, I'm taking this for lunch, supper, at least you are guided. So psychologically you tune yourself, yes, and, and psych yourself up to receive that meal. Mm -hmm. For instance, on my personal meal plan, uh, yesterday evening I was taking oatmeal. So... In the evening? Yes, that's what I wanted to have. Hey. Yes, that's what Is I Is that wanted. even allowed? You can. You can take me oat in the you evening. Can, you, can cross, you can cross it. Depending on, that's on meal planning, you need to factor a whole lot of things. I know that it's an open conversation, and so I would have to give a generalized information as far as you planning your meals are concerned. But meal planning is such a specialty that I need to deal with a person on an individual level. For instance, if a client is referred to me, or a client just walked to me, I want to lose weight. Obviously, how I'll plan that person's meal will be different from somebody who is pregnant with diabetes or has gestational diabetes. It will be different. The needs of these individuals are different. I want to lose weight. I want to gain weight. I am pregnant and my blood sugar level is seriously high. I don't want to be on the metformin because that's the problem now. As soon as it keeps spiking, the doctor will also want to protect the woman because if gestational diabetes, you don't work on it. Once baby is out, gestation is out. And so you are, you are left with diabetes if we don't take care of it. So for the importance, it helps you to plan ahead of time. I've spoken about it. It reduces the consumption of processed foods. We are preaching for made in Ghana products. We are preaching to our people to consume what we grow here. And we have everything we need for our meals. So we should make sure that we are planning our meals so that we can make use with the ingredients we have available. It helps reduce wastage and then it reduces stress. For instance, if you're a very busy person like yourself, sometimes you have to do your late night program. Let's say you were not married. You get home and I'm sure the, the next thing you'd want to do is to have your shower and sleep not paying attention to what you've had for lunch or what how you feel in the tummy but if you had planned ahead of time you could go like okay like i did with you for um let's say seven before i even do my program at nine i have to make sure i've taken this just to cushion me if i sit on telly and i talk so much to the point that i feel i've lost every energy in me or everything i've exhausted the glucose in me then you can cushion yourself with let's say i get home i have um a, a bowl of mixed fruit 
salad in there i can quickly grab it and then take and it will be something that will be low in glycemic index and glycemic index has to do with how fast um, um, food it becomes glucose or sugar i, I said the last time that um, our bodies run on glucose the food we eat has to be converted into glucose so basically that is it but how fast it is able to so it, it's not about we cutting down on starch or carbs it's about the portioning and then making sure that we are picking foods with low glycemic index so that is it we have factors to consider so what factors do you consider in planning your meals okay the age of the family members various needs of each member for instance i am different from mr avley for instance if i have iron deficiency it means that i have to make sure i am enriching or making sure my foods are blessed with iron rich foods for a man you are expected to be between 14 to 18 as far as your iron stores are concerned for a woman you are expected to be between 12 and 16 and it's such a very important 12 to 16 gram per deciliter let me use the unit and it is very important especially for pregnant women because that's how come initially we used to hear she 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 went um she she bled to death it's something we need to really pay attention so some of that to. is iron it's anemia can result in a whole lot of things they are pregnant women they walk for some time they are tired every human being if you feel stressed up too unnecessarily if you get frequently tired from doing something something small you don't expect to be tired i think there are things i spoke about the last time add this to it make sure you check your full blood count make sure you are checking your hp to know if you are safe and especially for women in our our, our, our period or in puberty through to our menstruate our menstruating age you need to make sure you are fully aware of your iron stores and then for babies you need to make sure it is also considering babies for instance we spoke about the fact that you don't need to cook a separate meal for a baby but make sure that the spices the salt and and the boiling cubes you use have to stay off you fetch the, the the kids their own before you pump all those things into it because you can have a child who can tolerate spicy foods or pepper when i say spicy i'm uh, much emphasis on pepper but you have others too even like myself as an adult if it is too much i will have a tummy upset so you have to know the individual needs of each family member do you have vegetarians in the family you have to make sure in planning meals you factor all these into it are they with any medical condition especially the non-communicable diseases you'd have to make sure you are paying critical attention to them so that so is these conditions could be physical conditions it could also be just the stage you are in life yep. whether you are young or yes. old or whether you are yes. pregnant or not and that type of thing so that's the factors to consider yes. so having considered those factors how then do you go about planning the meal and what are some of the ideas you can so i'll share some tips with you you mm -hmm. have to make one a master plan a master plan should contain about 20 to 25 meals so sit down okay what do i eat let's say 2019 what did i eat what are some of the breakfast meals i had what are some of the lunch meals i had what are some of the dinner meals we had mm -hmm. as a family then you factor into what the likes dislikes allergies of individual family members for instance there are people who are lactose intolerant mm -hmm. they don't they can't accept um, dairy products so if i am not comfortable with milk do you have to plan the meals 
and, and not pay attention to me you have to make sure my meals are fortified so i can take the milk but i can take soya powder so soya powder is plant protein milk will serve you with some protein and calcium so for people like that when there is a drastic de depletion or deficiency somewhere sometimes you have to step in with supplementation because i may get the protein but am i sure i will get enough calcium from it so that is something you should consider and then you make a plan for the normal regular breakfast mm -hmm. lunch supper and the two in between is the snacks we spoke about for a pregnant woman you need you need an extra meal added for a lactating mother you need another extra meal because breastfeeding can really take a toll on you and if your stores are not so so strong and with pregnant women if you don't have enough nutrients the baby begins to feed on your stored nutrients and it's not something healthy because you need the strength even when it gets to push you need strength to push and so you have to review your family calendar okay so in my family we know that okay once every month we go for get togethers we do parties with the extended family members we do this and that and so when you are planning your meals you should make sure you factor that into it for instance if i'm planning individual meals for clients or patients i normally give a free day so that you can also be comfortable to some call it cheating day it's not supposed to be cheating day but i can allow you to call it cheating day because once in a while you may feel for this in as much as i am helping you i shouldn't make it difficult for you because that way i wouldn't achieve the results i want to achieve and then you refer to your meal plan now and that's this is what is very difficult you have to make sure you stick to the plan you have to make sure we are sticking to the plan. And then once in a while, you have to clean the fridge because sometimes some foods will change as far as taste is concerned. And I will request that you do your meal plans for every week. So I do a weekly plan for... Not monthly. Monthly, if you can, if you can afford... Because you're talking about clearing the fridge. So, for example, some people would grind stuff and put it in the freezer and leave it there for God knows how long. Yeah. So my, my question is, if you say you want to plan your meal, you're saying you do it weekly so you can change. But how long can you put some things in that, in that fridge and, and hope that they are still intact and not contaminated? So that's why we have, we have refrigerator, we have freezer, we have deep freezer. So you'd have to make sure that if a product, for instance, deep freezer can keep breast milk, giving breast milk for up to six months. Elsewhere, it can keep more than six months, but because of our past situations, we allow six months here in Ghana. So if you know that you are ready, as far as storage is concerned, you, sh you should know what you have. Bernard, if I find myself in a village and I know I can't work with a fridge, I should be able to make room for what i can take care of so work with what you have work that's what i would say because i don't know how best to say that okay you can keep your frozen meat how what do i know as far as even the fridge you are using is concerned i don't even know the fridge you but have generally speaking but generally speaking you can freeze items if it is so so good meat and other things you go to the good store sometimes they are sitting there for six months three months we are buying them but clearing the fridge i am just trying to say that you don't keep a lot of food and still cook other meals and add because that way it would affect even the taste it would affect the texture and how the food should look as far as presentation is even concerned and 
if I am in your family or if you have a child who is very careful about how texture and those things are concerned, they may not even want to touch mm. the food. So you're saying we should do the, the plants typically weekly? Yes. I see. And um, this would include every what you eat morning, afternoon, evening, yeah. what you eat for snacks and everything else? So I have an example, for instance, I'll quickly go through. So let's say Monday, I've sent it to you. Mm -hmm. I gave the person, so this was, it could, could pass for anybody. If you are gestational diabetic, I will try to touch on it. But let's say I had, let's say, house cocoa, one mark, and then sugar to taste. And then there is cold, say, three to four pieces of it. But normally with the with the seven sizes, you need to work with the individual. There are people who are okay with three pieces of cosy. So if I meet a client and the person is overweight and the person goes like, oh, I can take about eight pieces of cosy, then I know that, okay, the portioning is also part of the reason why the person is overweight or obese so we need to cut down but ideally three pieces for a normal body three to four should be okay if you are actively engaged too then it means that we have to pump a lot of calories also into your meals healthy ones for that matter to make sure that you are able to be sustained as far as your energy needs and your calorie caloric intake is concerned so meal planning is such a, a tough thing but not not difficult for me in a sense that you are a sedentary worker, you are an active person, you are an athlete, you are a bodybuilder. There are people shredding, there is a term they use, there are people bulking, there are people working out just to maintain. Definitely the needs of these individuals will vary and so you need to factor all that into it. If you can't do it, you can seek professional help but for the regular, what I will give you on, on the general so that you'll be guided is the example I've given and for your healthy in between you can decide to go for let's say two to three sardine tin size of watermelon equivalent to what they normally cut I don't know if it's one city or two cities that can do for you for an adult and then for palava sauce for lunch you have palava sauce with boiled egg with a bit of salmon in there and then three fingers of plantain so that will be for our lunch for our later snack we would go for an apple and then for um, supper, that is even with a given timing for it. Breakfast has to be between 8.30 to 9. Lunch, it has to be 12.30 to 1. So depending on the individual. And then for supper, you go for, I, I am going for umpotompoto, three to four ladles full. And this is, lot of what, what time is it, are they having the supper? By 6.30. By 6.30? Yes. Shouldn't be after? It depends on the time. For instance, if I know that I work so much that I can sleep around 12, I can allow that person to, to have... To eat at 8. To eat at even 7, mm. 7.30. But you don't eat and let's say in less than two hours retire to bed. You don't eat something heavy. And so you need to give two hours to sleeping before There you is eat. no clear cut because my metabolism is different from your metabolism meal planning we see it to be a, 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 an easy thing but it entails a whole lot of so the, your metabolism can determine when you can yes. eat and when there you can't people who easily fly but i'm asking gen generally ideally you shouldn't retire to bed less than two hours so give yourself some time and make sure you are engaged as far as the brain is concerned if you would have to even retire to bed earlier interesting stuff we're talking to akusia kunidu yadom who's a nutritionist certified works uh, with the rich hospital and also has her own private practice and he's helping us plan meals for the month and for the year and for the week mm -hmm. now my emphasis on busy families a lot of people are um 
leaving home in traffic situations so they have to leave home very early and then they get home very late how does that change this dynamic so for example it may be difficult to cook a proper meal i don't know whether you say that okay wake up early cook breakfast and lunch and pack it to work versus simply buy something on the roadside and eat what are your thoughts about the practical problems one faces because these things you are mentioning that we should eat Mm-hmm. It requires somebody to prepare it. So if the person is busy, how are they going to go around these kinds of things? I won't sit here and make it look like I always carry lunch. I had to be here early. Mm-hmm. I don't even have breakfast with me. Mm-hmm. So I have to make sure I have a trusted source. For instance, Hausa Koko. How many people can prepare Hausa Koko in their homes? People will tell you that it wouldn't even taste like the one by mm-hmm. by by Hadjia. Yes, so you can, you can identify someone who can help you as far as these some of these meals are concerned by but you have to try as a family yes on weekends we are cooking weekends i prepared my stew i made soup so based on your meal plan you know that okay monday supper this is what i'm having lunch this is what i'm having try as a family to cook and freeze them or just refrigerate them and make sure they are portioned so if i know i'm a family of five okay when I pick this bowl, it should be enough to feed us. In my home, when we are cooking yam, we ask, how many pieces can you take when we're young? So my mom knows that I can take three, four pieces. My brother can take six pieces. This person is taking that. So I am. Even cooking yam, we count it. So you know that this is what you are in for. We have to we have to just do it or else we will always make excuses. Plan the meals. Make sure you cook. Keep them. Those ones you can you can get outside. Make sure you are getting them from a trusted source. Mm. So this is a, a, so you, your typical advice that you you cook over weekends. Yes. Prepare different stews and soups, and then keep them in the fridge, and then you reheat them to use. Yes. Or you, the you take a bit. Meal. Yes. Do, yes. Do, you, do you heat the whole thing, or just take a bit the portion you need and heat it? Ideally, even you you deciding to keep or freeze food, you should portion them. Okay. Yes, you should you should portion them. You should know that okay, if I pick this bowl of soup, it should be enough for me and and my family that's how it's supposed to to go but if you can to you fetch what you use and make sure you 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 what do you call it? you heat it mm. and in terms of the variety yeah. you you what, what what we have kids so let one of the challenges families face is they have um young kids who are of early school going age and a lot of them are picky eaters they don't they, they get bored easily and things how does this work for for families like that because you said you consider the need of the person so if maybe you have a, a mother who's uh, giving birth f- 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 um, recently then you have a man who's working and then you have kids as well so, so those are three different needs yeah how are you going to um plan for that in one meal plan okay so for children it's it's a delicate situation but i always say that it works even better when you eat with them but but with the example you gave for instance if i am not in the house even with my child whoever is taking care of the child can eat with a child not eating from the same bowl but you should make sure that what the child is eating is similar to what you are also eating because what you put inside your children naturally would want to also have the same thing but you are feeding them with something whitish and you are taking something with a different color 
is the person giving me concussion. They don't like so it. So they don't like that because why are you eating this and giving me that? So you'd have to make sure. That's why I said that if it's soup and you are a pepper person, you are a, spi a spices person, you should make sure you are taking care of this before you add all these things to it. So for a busy family planning to make sure it suits everybody, I've taken care of the children and then now we are taking care of probably the adolescents and then the adults. Once I've spoken about some of the things you have to make sure it's in, you should know that everything after six months, everything on the uh, the six food groups is necessary for the child. But how do I make it in such a way that, yes, I am taking soya bean, I am taking beans. This boy or this girl is so small and can't even digest beans if I should feed the child with these beans. For him or her, I have to blend it. I have to ground it. Whatever you need to do as a mother or as a parent to make sure that everybody is not left out, you have to do it. So for watermelon, as a father, mother, you can take them. Grandmother, you can take them. But for a child, you need to blend probably into a smoothie or just juice. So, if the the, juice so for example, out. if the kids don't like eating veggies, they don't like their greens, yeah. what creative way can you get them to eat it because Somebody will say blend, blend, you blend, blend it blend, 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 blend. So because they wouldn't it will not be the same yes I you see. have to you have to blend because the body cannot even they can't even chew let's say if i have a six months boy or girl chewing these veggies would be difficult and i always use myself as an example I saw Banku to be smooth, but growing up, you give me rice balls and I'm like, what is it? This doesn't taste smooth. So if my mom hadn't given up and had decided to feed me with rice balls, a good way to go about it was to probably grind it and make sure it's, it is smoother. For the taste that the child is used yes. to. For the so food. you look out for some of these things. You don't feed them with it because you think it's good. Why? I don't want it at this time. I don't want rice balls. But after secondary school, even GSS are struggling to eat rice balls. So you have to work with what works with the child. So before they, they stir into the bowl, they, they fetch my rice. Before they make the balls out of the remaining. I can take my rice with soup. Mm. So you have to work with what is comfortable with each member of the family. And when they can't eat the meat, for instance, I spoke about fortification. You can get fish powder. Soya bean powder is available. So, you so instead of fish. eating, so they don't like to eat fish, you use fish powder yes. as part of the stew. Yes. So they'll still get the benefit without having to physically chew that the fish because they are not ready for it at this yes, stage you need to be creative you mm. need to be there are mothers who even cook with the with the rice or sprinkle them on it for the rice boss um, people they can add the soya bean ground it you just have to be creative about how you go about it so that we are all getting something from this soup this rice but the the presentations are different now how do you cater for milk for kids who are lactose intolerant so when they have a bit of milk, they are, it, it gives them tummy upsets. Yet they need that protein. So what, what would you recommend? So you give them plant protein and a classical example will be the soya powder I spoke about. So soya instead of soya normal dairy instead milk. instead of normal because I had one yesterday at the facility and she was, she had a similar problem. But later when we, when we went deeper into the conversation, I realized that it was a particular milk. 
or a particular brand of milk a that was affecting her? It wasn't brand. even. Okay. It wasn't a, 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 it wasn't a general thing. So I was like, oh, I can't say this this girl is lactose intolerant because me, even as an adult, there is a brand I take and I have tummy upset. So I have to make sure you have to listen to your body meal planning and for everything that has to do with nutrition because even if you walk into the consulting room being a doctor whoever i will be able to help you based on the information you are presenting to me mm. so you have to first listen to your body so if your body or your body doesn't work with this milk try another milk if it doesn't work with all milks then we can finally draw the conclusion that this girl it's lactose intolerance. Yes, it's lactose intolerance. So we're talking to Akosa Kunidu, who's a nutritionist, and we're doing meal planning for busy families. Here are some questions. If you want to ask a question, 054-998-6996. Bella, my wife had a baby but has no breast milk. Please ask your guest if there's any meal that can help. Maurice from Navrongo. Okay, so it happens, but w- I don't know how long the wife has... has, has I think has, the baby is fresh. The baby is fresh. Okay, so normally first three days, it, it can be a problem, especially with mothers who don't even read their due date. Sometimes if it's breached, CS proceed, certain procedures may cause babies to be taken out earlier. So just allow your wife to be for now, if it's within the first three days, because within seven to two hours, a baby can go without seven to two hours, then... It becomes something we need to pay attention to. Then we can add we can ask you to come in with a substitute. Once milk starts flowing, you cut it off because it doesn't it doesn't distort exclusive so that you continue. Yes, for the foods So I, whilst you are waiting for the breast milk, you can use the the substitute milk. Yes, I wouldn't uh, recommend any brand. It's, until, it's for you yes, to until the, the breast milk comes. Starts coming. But with the food, there are certain but, um, but some babies they when they start using the substitutes, they don't then sort of want to change mr avle it works both ways because my friend started with it because she was struggling like that and as soon as there was milk the son didn't want anything to do with the, the alternative so it depends so it depends on our our needs are different we are unique human beings on this planet mm. and so that's what i can tell you to do there are um, supplements that helps i've used a supplement on somebody and it helped the person make milk Mm-hmm. Yes, but for that one, I wouldn't want to sit here and, and okay. openly talk about it. All right. So, Maurice from Navrongo, he says, she says, be patient with your wife and also, um, do, do, look, start with the substitutes. If the milk comes, if the breast milk comes, you go back. Hello, Bernard. Ask Akosia what food to eat to aid fertility. I'm trying to get pregnant and my blood level is 8.5. Why is 8.5 too high or too low? It's low. To start with, your blood level is low. It should be within 12. Sorry, 12 to 16. 12. For to a woman, 12 to 16. Yes, for a man, 14 to 18. So to start with, your HB is bad. And make sure that you are eating a balanced meal. But with some of the fertility meals, I can recommend high potassium, high vitamin E foods can help you. High and some example high vitamin E foods can boost. Yes, but generally you eating a healthy meal, making sure you are doing everything we spoke about from last two weeks. I'll quickly go through that. Make sure it's a balanced meal and a balanced meal contains carbohydrates, protein, and then fats and oil. I spoke about the macronutrients and the micronutrients, a lot of vitamins and minerals mm. because some of these things help. And coconut water, I, I don't want to preach this, but I'm not saying abuse it. One coconut a day is okay. It can help you. There are people who also dwell on tiger nut it's very very tricky for me when i'm mentioning names of food 
What I can because say people is can that abuse it. People but you said, abuse but you said food high in potassium and vitamin what? Vitamin E. But people don't know that. They don't write down the food. So you can mention a couple. They, for, they, for, for, for the lady who says she needs... Yes, so uh, that's what I'm saying. That for a food... Um, um, something like coconut water is blessed with these two. It has potassium and yes. vitamin. Yes. For women or for men, for everybody? For fe- general fertility. General fertility. Yes, general fertility. I so see. That's you an example. Sure, yes, but she's example, 8, 8.5 HB, so she needs foods rich in iron. Foods rich in iron, the poultry, um, meat, so the animal proteins are very blessed with um, with iron. And for your HB, there is this magic we do for them. Within one week, it brings it back to normal. You can get turkey berries and I will write on my page later what about how to berries? cone susa or they call the, it abedru. The green one. Yes. So you get that and then that is blessed with iron. Now you need an enhancer. We call it jacket. Hey. Yeah, that's how we call it. Green, <laughs> you need small an, round. You need an enhancer. An enhancer can be from the citric family. So you can use pineapple you can use orange there is a way to go about it so you can buy a bedroom two cities and then wash with salt um salt uh, water. salty water and then afterwards rinse it or clean it up with another clean water with no salt then you take if it's two cities a bedroom the the big um, pineapple you can take half of, of, the of, of, of the pineapple now you make sure you chop them into bits and then add 500 ml that is the uh, the water uh any any 500 ml yes that's like sachet one sachet so now you parboil their bedroom you don't boil parboiling means that you can boil hot water pour it onto their bedroom because it contains phytate phytate will inhibit the absorption or you getting the iron now we need to deal with that phytate and once you pour the hot water on their bedroom You've arrested that, that fight it. Now you allow it to sit to cool. Then you chop your pineapple into it. Blend it. Take the juice out. You get 500 ml bottle. Take it at a go. You can do that morning, afternoon, evening. So 500 in the morning, 500 in the afternoon, 500 in the evening. This uh, this, this parboiled abedro, which has been blended with half pineapple with yes. 500 ml of water. Yes. And you drink morning, afternoon, evening for a week. Yes, I'm telling you, Bernard. It will raise your iron level. The iron will so, so come up. It's something we've used to help a lot of pregnant women. Wow. Especially those who are getting wow. ready to deliver. Abedru, Abedru and Echo. Good morning, Bernard. Bernard. we are blessed. <laughs> Bernard, my five-year-old daughter still eats liquid food only, but she likes eating fish, and I have less than a year-old daughter who eats every food, including fufu and banku. Please, is this normal with these two kids, Christian and Echo from Temakbun? You are so blessed. Don't worry. The child is excellent. <laughs> the one-year-old is eating everything. The five-year-old just eats liquid food. Yesterday, after ma- having a presentation at the uh, ANC, like the, the pregnant women in their school, a woman followed me. was like, I was like, somebody is here crying that my child is not eating. After six months, your child can eat everything So the five-year-old who is not eating and only eats liquid food, what will we do? That is a problem because... You need to make sure if one can really face the battle and five can't face the battle, the child needs urgent care. You have to visit the facility. Let a pediatrician assess the child. If it's nutrition, they will refer you. So go to a pediatrician. Ben, my toddler is picky with food and sometimes takes only two spoons of 
two spoonfuls of food. Please ask Akosia if there's a strategy to get her to eat well. How old is the child? Because if the child toddler, is somebody, so toddler is, a toddler between two, okay, so if two, the person is taking just two spoonfuls, ask yourself, is it that is something she regularly eats and now she's taking that or is a new introduction? Because if it's a new introduction, it can happen. Because I said that a child will take up to 8 to 15 times to accept food so i don't know if it's initial then you yes. have to persist but if it's like if it's something that let's say initially she needs she could take a bowl and now she's taking two you need to probably consult come to the facility let us know what is contributing to that if there is a condition i'm sure we'll get to the bottom and once nutrition is involved you can also find a way of, of for what I notice, sometimes when you are eating, they like to come and eat yours. That's what I'm saying. So sometimes Every when they see you eating, yeah. If yeah. you give them white and you are eating white, they will eat. Yeah. You can't give me white. So when you and give them alone to eat, sometimes they don't want to. But when yes. you are eating yours, they come and eat. Bernard, I usually get home at 10 p.m. I usually take plantain chips before going to bed. <laughs> I want to find out if there's any side effect or benefit. Gilbert from Yarifa. It could be because you never add, added portioning to it. And to start with, plantain chips for uh, as a, a bedtime snack. meal. Masa, and your wife. What will you do? No, you could so you can imagine the oil we used to fry it, and as far as quantity is concerned, if the person is just working with the two CD plantain chips, you can even say that okay, let's work with it. But if the person is doing it all the time and can finish, let's say that whole 10 CD uh, 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 worth of plantain chips, then it's, it's a, a good situation. Idea. How can we reach you on social media? Okay, so on Instagram, I am. Nutritionist Akusia at the Nutritionist Akusia on Instagram, on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Nutritionist Akusia at and the Nutritionist Akusia on Instagram. Brilliant. Yes. So and then you can call me on zero two four three three five zero two zero six. I have a question. Can you repeat it? Zero two four three three five zero two zero six. You have a so question. effectively, Mrs. Akusia. Uh, there's a question from Pell. And I'm also Akusia. Yeah, I call her Akusia. Oh, you're also Akusia. Yes, I'm also Akusia. <laughs> okay. So Akusia, I want to put on the weight in like a month. How do I do that? You have to take it easy. You don't you don't time yourself. One month in is a too month short. I have to put on weight because our bodies are different. I told you I've been looking for four kg for four years. Mm-hmm. You think it's an easy thing? <laughs> so one month is too short to it's get too that short. weight. Sometimes it can happen for people. Sometimes within even two weeks they are putting on. But ideally you are even supposed to put on let's say between four to let's say five, six mm-hmm. in a month. So if you push yourself. It depends on how your body is also accepting what you are doing. Okay. So for some people, they can get it. For others, like me, we need to struggle sometimes. Thank so you. maybe make it six months. Yes, <laughs> no, that is good. Pearl. Because in my plan, that's what I do for okay. people. Pella, can you offer you? You can't put on weight in one month. <laughs> Even if we lay hands on you. Yeah, well, happen. of course you do. <laughs> you, should, you should ask me where I want all the fat to go. Hey. hey. <laughs> <laughs> why, 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 why should I ask you? <laughs> It's between you and your, your, your something. <laughs>